It's 11 minutes before the hour. You're listening to Raven Radio, KCAW Sitka. Today is Monday, June 13th, 2022. I'm Brooke Schaefer with Raven News. A Sitka seafood processor abruptly shut down on June 6th, laying off about 40 people. Sitka salmon shares helped pioneer the direct-to-consumer seafood market in Alaska, but the surge in growth the company experienced during the pandemic could not be sustained in their recovery. KCAW's Robert Woolsey reports. Sitka Salmon Shares is not going out of business, but the decision to close its flagship plant represents a retooling of the company's original business model to survive in the recovery economy. Nationwide brands like Peloton and Zoom experienced a similar problem. Growth during the pandemic doesn't continue during the recovery. The demand for quality, home-delivered seafood rose dramatically at the start of the pandemic, and dropped off just as suddenly near its end. We were expecting to be able to continue to kind of hold the same level of sales as last year, and we just, that never materialized. Commercial troller Marsh Skeel co-founded Sitka Salmon Shares in 2011, along with a professor of food systems from Knox College, Nick Mink. Mink left the company last year, leaving Skeel the largest shareholder. About 40 people worked at the Sitka plant, although staff had very short notice about the closure, three days. Skeel says that most of the line crew were reemployed quickly at Sitka's other major processors. Human resources personnel were retained to help managers find new work. Skeel said it wasn't practical to relocate people to the company's operations in the lower 48. He says he's feeling the loss especially hard because he hired many Salmon Shares staff himself. You know, we understood that it sucks to lose your job, and, you know, they took one on a limb to come work for us, and we just wanted to have them land as, as quickly and gracefully as possible. So we tried to do what we could there. KCAW reached out to several mid-level staff for their reaction to the plant closure and heard mostly conciliatory feelings on the issue. Sitka Fleet Manager Lauren Mitchell wrote, saying, The suddenness of the plant closure hit everyone pretty hard but I am proud to have been part of the Salmon Shares team for the last two seasons. It was an honor to work with such a dedicated group of fishermen who really care about the quality of their fish. Overall, it was great while it lasted. Director of Operations Jacob Finson wrote, I am very grateful for the time I spent working with my team of processors, managers, and fisherfolk, and hope that we all land softly. For consumers, the closure of the Sitka plant won't mean significant change. The company's retail footprint in the lower 48 was growing even before the pandemic. And as Alaskan processors go, the Sitka facility was not very large. Skeel says the company's growth was possible through partnerships with other processors willing to package fish under the Salmon Shares brand. And that's not going away. All of our fish didn't come from our plant here in Sitka. Um, It came from all around Alaska, and we built really great relationships with people that we trust to deliver quality and really to take good care of their fleet. So we're excited to kind of continue to to benefit them. The marketing model for Sitka Salmon Shares is borrowed from farm-to-table agriculture. The company website profiles 25 family-owned fishing vessels which have a stake in the company and supply product which can be traced directly back to them. That's precisely how Sitka Salmon Shares started 11 years ago with Nick Mink and a couple of his food systems students packaging up fish landed by Skeel and another troller and shipping it to a small base of subscribers around Galesburg, Illinois, about three hours from Chicago. 
The Sitka plant was an important part of preserving traceability, and Skeel says the company's Kodiak fleet members will continue to offer traceable product. But the abrupt closure of the Sitka operation means that Salmon Shares is going to have to rely on its partnerships with other processors to maintain traceability when it's possible to do so. Yeah, we're still focused on on traceability, and and most of our partners really can deliver that. There's only some instances where, you know, Bristol Bay, Sockeye, or certain regions where it's really hard to get fish to be traceable based on just the how the how the supply chain set up. And a lot of our processors we work with here in south in southeast have like changed their processes, or we chose them because of their ability to to deliver traceable fish. Fresher fish from Alaska direct to your dinner plate thanks to a new and growing Galesburg company. Here's. Near Sitka, Alaska, fishing salmon out of Sitka Salmon Shares began as something of a Cinderella story, as this 2013 clip from a WQAD television news report in the Quad Cities shows. The direct-to-consumer model was innovative then. Marsh Skeel says the model now is about resiliency. Sitka Salmon Shares built a marketplace of loyal customers who are really into fish with a story, he says, where they know where it comes from. With the closure of its Sitka plant, Salmon Shares is trimming its fixed costs and shifting more production out of house. But Skeel is still looking ahead to the next part of the story. I still believe in the company and what we can be in the future, and I still believe this marketplace can really can be beneficial for for the Sitka fleet and Sitka processors and and the, the region and the state and yeah, the fisheries in general. I think this could be a positive, but yeah, right now it doesn't feel great. Sitka law enforcement officers have apprehended two teenagers for allegedly starting a fire in Crescent Harbor last month. Earlier last week, the Sitka juvenile probation officer took the teens into custody. They were charged with one felony count of arson in the first degree and one felony count of criminal mischief in the first degree. Float 4 in Crescent Harbor was set ablaze late at night on May 20th. The Sitka Fire Department put the fire out, but according to a police department press release, damage to the float is estimated estimated to exceed $100,000. The police released surveillance footage showing the fire and two individuals running from the blaze and asked the public's help identifying the alleged arsonists. According to Sitka Police, the teens are now at Johnson Youth Center in Juneau. A 30-foot chunk of the Sitka Cross Trail that washed out in a landslide in late January has finally been repaired. Sitka Trail Works Executive Director Ben Huey says hikers can now pass through the section of trail between the Kramer Avenue trailhead and the Craskade Creek Bridge that was blocked off for the last five months. The slide occurred on a steep hillside after a heavy rain event. We we knew from the beginning that it was going to be a substantial uh, reconstruction because the entire base of the trail was washed out. On May 10th, the Sitka Assembly approved $30,000 in funding to repair the trail. The city contracted with Troy's Excavation to make the repairs. They completed the trail reconstruction earlier last week. Huey says repair work included a couple of measures to prevent the trail embankment from falling again, including installing a drainage culvert at the site. House District 35's outgoing representative in the Alaska legislature calls the regular session that ended last month 
complicated. Democrat Jonathan Christ Tompkins represents his hometown Sitka, along with Petersburg and many other small island communities in Southeast. Christ Tompkins said the budget surplus from high oil prices and one-time federal funding made it difficult to pursue any long-term fiscal fix for the years when the price of oil drops again. But he said it helped lawmakers get their work done on time this year. It was uh, sort of functional from a budget perspective because there was enough money to go around for all sorts of things, including large PSC, including sustained state services, including capital projects. But we didn't resolve any of the fundamental issues, and there was still not a deficit of acrimony and contention. Christ Tompkins was glad the final budget did not deplete the earnings of the permanent fund. He's been pushing for a constitutional amendment to cap the amount that legislators can pay from the pot of money. However, his bill proposing that never passed out of House committees, and he didn't see the political will to pass it. One bill he was happy to see clear both chambers will allow the state to issue a new teaching certificate for Alaska Native language immersion programs. Native language programs, obviously, relevant across Alaska, and especially in rural Alaska, and world language programs are very popular in Anchorage and in the Matsu, and actually some of the best programs you can find anywhere in the country in a K-12 setting. And um, this new type of teacher certificate is, is directly tailored to the needs of these emerging language programs. So I'm really excited about that bill. He expects the governor to support that legislation. It had the backing of the Association of Alaska School Boards and the Central Council of Klinka and Haida Indian Tribes of Alaska. Supporters said it would provide flexibility for school districts to employ fluent teachers in Alaska Native languages. Christ Tompkins said many bills with broad support and little opposition did not pass, some held up by lawmakers seeking concessions from their colleagues, others just running out of time. He was disappointed to see that fate of his bill to remove convictions for low-level marijuana crimes from online public records. Yeah, that's, that's really frustrating to me. That's a good bill. Governor supports it. I think it passed the House like, I don't know. 35 to 5, or I forget what the final vote was, universal Democratic support and very strong majority Republican support. And, and that, that was an example of, of just running out of time. That measure would also have lowered the penalty for underage possession of marijuana for people 18, 19, or 20. Christ Tompkins has spent the last 10 years serving as an elected representative in the Capitol, his entire adult life since leaving college, actually. He told KCAW in a previous interview that he's decided to not seek another term in order to find a more balanced life outside the legislature. I'm Brooke Schaefer, and this has been Raven News. And now taking a look at the weather for Sitka for today, Monday, June 13th, 2022. Today, cloudy, scattered rain showers, highs in the mid-50s, southwest winds around 10 miles per hour. Tonight, mostly cloudy, isolated rain showers in the evening, patchy fog late, lows in the upper 40s, southwest winds around 10 miles per hour. You're tuned in to your community radio station, Raven Radio, KCAW in Sitka. Good morning. Good morning.